Welcome, everybody, to Big Time Fresh with your hosts, Bella Mars. What's up, everybody? This is Bella Mars, and I am back with another episode of Big Time Fresh. We're continuing the series of the seven deadly sins that we have... I think we're on ep- the third episode of the series. We're mm-hmm. going to go through all of them. Um, so with that, let's say hello to our panelists at this point, Roberta <laughs> and JP. Hello, hello. What is happening? Yes. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and get into it. So we're on Seven Deadly Sins. Which one are we doing today? Uh, you know, I, I had to go with it because of the month. And um, because of JP's affinity for it, we're talking about pride, 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 pride. So I've subtitled this pride, virtue or vice, because depending on who you ask and what road you go down, it could be either, right? Yeah. Sometimes Um, you don't even go down a road. Sometimes you kick it in four wheel drive and make your own path. Sounds like well, somebody is excited to discuss this one. All right. I'm I'm excited for you guys. JP, too. this this is your episode also. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. I will take I don't know which one I... I'll take. We'll we'll get there when we get there, but we have plenty. Yeah. We have plenty to get there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's kick it off. What do you guys think of when you first hear the word pride? Vanity. Vanity. Just it immediately goes there. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel pride. like vanity and pride are synonymous for you? No. No. Um, I, because I don't think that I'm prideful. Mm-hmm. Of, um, with the exception of when it comes to not what other people think, but how I, I feel appearance wise, mm-hmm. like, you know, um, so for me personally, no, but I could see the correlation. I think of kind of in a positive, more of a positive way, because pride, I think is, is tied into, um, uh, like you're proud of yourself. You're excited to show what you've accomplished um it's like a strength because not having a pride kind of makes your um self-esteem seem i feel like it's tied into self-esteem so i feel like if you don't have pride and you're not proud of yourself or or what you're doing or whatever then it's less it's kind of like a weakness it's kind of how i see it Mm -hmm. okay yeah and like what i love about yeah, kicking off of kicking off with just this kind of like basic question is there's no right or wrong answer, right? It's just how you associate it and what you correlate it with. Yeah. Because especially something like pride is so expansive, right? And um now in this day and age, with it being Pride Month. It is looked at and viewed as as a good thing, as a positive thing. Well, usually depending on who you ask, right? Which we're also going to get around to that too. 
So I want to read you guys the official <clears throat> definition of pride. And this is from, um, I think, our Oxford comma, or our Oxford, Oxford comma, our Oxford um, dictionary. So it's a feeling of deep pleasure, and it could be uh, confidence, also reasonable self-esteem, or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements. That doesn't sound like a yeah. bad thing. No, it doesn't, right? It said reasonable. Reasonable. Right? Within reason. A reasonable self-esteem, right? So the second definition of it uh, is a consciousness, a, a consciousness of one's own dignity, as in having to swallow your pride, oh. right? Having standards hmm. for yourself. Not hearing anything negative yet. <laughs> right. Yeah. So keeping that in mind, and that's just the very basic level, if you're willing to share, and it, it, it again, it doesn't have to be deeply personal, just something, what are some of the standards that you guys have for yourselves when it comes to that? Treat others better than the way I want to be treated. Better than the way you want to be treated. Yeah. The golden rule. Okay. Mm-hmm. Golden the rule. platinum rule. Platinum. What's the platinum Treat rule? Them better. Treat, Treat them, them better. Treat them better than oh, you yeah. want to be treated. See, I've yeah. heard the platinum rule is treat people the way they want to be treated. Mm. Oh. Well, then I'm, the again, JP rule is... <laughs> the JP rule. <laughs> so are you... Is it essentially like a kill them with kindness kind of thing for you? Not even. Just... Not even. Treat them better. No, just, uh, it's not even killing with kindness. It's that, um, you know, uh, it brings me joy to bring other people joy. And thereby, mm -hmm. if somebody might be having a bad day and maybe they're being a little bit short with whomever, that there is a possibility that my joyfulness and treating them good could, um, alter their paradigm. And so, and it doesn't cost me anything. So why not? And in correlation with pride, that makes you feel good about yourself treating others better than they expect to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes sense. So it's almost like I have a lot of, I am proud, prideful of, um, I take a lot of pride in how I raise my child, I'd say. Um, mm -hmm. There's, and I say that specifically because it's, it's something that is like a, it's constantly at the top of mind. So almost like it's, it's no matter what's going on, it's always something that is crossing my mind. And I take a lot of pride in that it's a natural thing rather than like, mm -hmm. Oh shit, I should have thought about this before the fact. So I'm very pride. I have a lot of pride for the fact that I have no problem um, prioritizing family when I need to. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. also, it's a good thing uh, yeah. so far. Yeah, exactly. Um, what about you, Berta? You know, some of my standards, I, it's it kind of does fall in line with you, JP. I try to treat people uh, well and with kindness and with grace. Um, and I do up to a point where they give me a reason not to, but even then, like uh, the people in that I choose to treat like that, I give them a very long tether. So I guess 
I pride myself on my kindness and um, hopefully trying to see other people's perspectives. Would you say that you are a people pleaser unless the pleasing of said people interferes with your pleasure? Yes, but not pleasure. I would say until it, until it gets to a point where it puts me in a situation where I'm no longer being kind to myself. Mm, good. That's a good one. Cool. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. But I, in my past and I still struggle with it. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm a people pleaser. Like, Oh, that's ingrained in me. It's something that I have had a lot of <clears throat> contention yeah. with, but also another thing that I'm proud of myself for is setting boundaries. Yeah. That's a now, good one. Because of that. That's hard to do. So that's, awesome. you know, I like pleasing people. And if I can't please them, then it's generally because there's something wrong with them, <laughs> not me. Well, that's just true because if, exactly. You know, that, that truly makes sense. And I do feel like I'm getting better at the people pleasing part, but it, 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 um, it gets over, it, it gets like, I overdo it when I feel guilty about something that's not there. Like, um, you know, yes. I, I'll use my daughter, uh, example again. So it's like, um, even with her, it's like, I haven't hung out with her all day and I feel bad. So I'm gonna, you know, uh, go above and beyond to kind of rectify that when I don't really need to, because everything's fine. It's, it's just me in my head thinking that I need to go above and beyond and people please, whether it's my, uh, you know, boss, um, if I'm out the day before, I'm going to like do a little bit extra to make sure I get back in his good graces or whatever. Um, so yeah, I think people pleasing is hard, is a hard one, but I'm working on it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think also as women, it's societally ingrained in us to be more of a people pleaser than men That's are. That's a good point. Um, yeah. Confusion, JP. What's that look for? Do you just, yeah. Do you disagree? Or do you just be a gentleman? I mean, like, there's still pressure that's put on men to be well, a gentleman and be courteous and respectful too, right? Of course, of course. I think that the thing, though, with men is when they're not a people pleaser and they're standing up for themselves, they're a ball buster. They're going out and they're going to get it, and they're strong and all that kind of stuff. And when a woman does it. A ball buster is a negative connotation. A ball buster is a negative connotation. She's <clears throat> Which a I bitch. totally disagree with. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, she's a bitch. Um, she's cold. She like, is. Yes. Culture. Yes. She doesn't care about her family. Mm -hmm. You know, all this other thing, all these other things that are, which it's good that we are talking about that because we're going to circle around with women in pride. True. Richard Taylor. Let's Richard hear what Dick Taylor. has to say. <laughs> Good defined dick. good old dick he defined <laughs> my friend dick defined pride as the justified love of oneself oh the yeah of oneself the justified are you taking love. notes 
Yeah, because I can't, like, I can't, no, it's for me, because I'm yeah, very bad know. at reminding, at listening, <laughs> and having questions. Justified level of one's pride. Got it. <laughs> Justified love of oneself. Yeah, whatever. I need to be more articulate. That's what I said. You don't need to be more of anything. You just need to be you, sir. Okay. Yeah, well, I wonder what that is, like, putting more on yourself than needed. Is that the, mm-hmm. is that people pleasing? You know, I, I think that might be where the line is drawn. When does it go from people pleasing to, again, drawing the line and loving yourself instead of yeah. putting those people before you? Greed. Right? Greed? You think? <laughs> we already talked about with, that It one. comes into play with greed, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Let's talk about pride as a sin, first of all. Pride personified is one of the deadly sins. Um, it's considered unreasonable and um, <laughs> leads to an inordinate, inordinate amount of self-esteem. Inordinate. Mm. So Narcissist. Also, yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. It's a... Total loss of grace is what they call it. Um, So it really does appear again in a lot of different religions, world religions, right? Um, They view pride is a sin in fraudulent form. So it's like, that's from Proverbs, Hebrew Bible, uh, in Judaism, they see pride as the root of all evil, as wow. opposed, right? Remember last time we were talking about greed, what? and there were other people who were saying greed is the root of all evil. But in some of these other religions, they say it's pride. Wow. And hmm. yeah. And so um, when it is viewed as a vice, pride, it is known to be self. Um, idolatry so where you are putting yourself as like an idol in your own eyes and one of the 10 commandments is you shall not have a false idol right which is essentially you're putting yourself above god in their eyes oh i see false prophet mhm yeah and then also sadistic contempt which means you're having sadistic contempt for other people not for yourself right and then here's that word vanity vanity and pride right so there's there's always going to be you were ready you really did have an inkling it was going to be pride today (laughs) didn't you yeah you were prepared you're like with the shirt and the, yes. the Some, updated background. Yeah. And people are somewhat sunglasses. clairvoyant. Mm. Oh, we could do another episode on that because I have lots to say <laughs> on that. <laughs> um, well, so in speaking of that, where, where it's, uh, what was the term? A, a blank of self-esteem? A, a un, Was it unrealistic or un... No, what was Well, it? are we going for... There's a reasonable... There's- self-esteem no, yeah no but the, where pride is a sin a, mm-hmm. a there was a um something prominent form Perform- oh yes it Personified is um 
sorry, I'm looking at my pride is personified as one of the deadly sins because unreasonable as an unreasonable and inordinate sense of self-esteem. So that makes sense because the more that you go toward that spectrum, the farther you are away from altruism, right? Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's, it's like where having pride in oneself can lead to having a, yeah, having an overbearing sense of pride where it can turn into narcissism, where it can turn into arrogance. Right. Um, Shit. Yeah, having like a, okay. a sense of superiority okay. over other people toward anybody that you think is inferior. Um, Wait, was that were you asking me a question or were you thinking of me when she was saying those things? I'm thinking, yeah, no, I'm thinking yeah, of your cause... reactions right now that I can see because I can see I'm, that you think I'm this arrogant is you. all the time. And that's not true I, because no, I'm, number I'm, one, I'm... you're self aware. Exactly. You're self-aware of, of what's going on. And though. that is a difference. Not always in the moment. A difference. But you have the wherewithal to reflect back on it and to be like, ooh, okay, maybe that wasn't a good look for me. And knowing mm, you. With help. With yeah. help. Well, look how, look exactly. how, you, how much you're exactly. If you were arrogant. Right now. And none of this would be happening. You wouldn't be saying any. You'd be like, yeah, I know. And. You wouldn't be on this podcast. It would be exactly. me and Roberta because you'd be so rude. That'd be like, uh, you can go. I appreciate you. So let me ask you this. When does pride cross over into that danger zone? When you... <laughs> copyright, <laughs> copyright. <no>. Copyright, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll sing it out of two. There you go. Um, it's okay to have your own opinion about things, but it is prideful to think your opinion is the only one that matters. Mm, I like that. I really, really like I that. I like that too. Yeah. I I think uh, I think it's the same. I, I think it's when you don't notice it anymore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and when so many things like back to back happen that are really, really good mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's easier to fall in that trap where it's like, look at all this shit that happened to me. I'm way more awesome than anybody else that I know. So therefore I know what I'm doing. Nobody else knows what they're doing. Yes. I'm not going to listen to anyone because I'm the shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's temporary, but right. Right. Jeez. Uh, yeah. yeah. So and every teenager. Every teenager. Yeah. Right. I mean, you could even like, pick it apart and see even the tiniest um, examples of how pride can cross over into something like that. Where, um, I mean, if we're talking about sports figures, when does it become, you know, oh, I'm really great at this and, you know, this is my sport and everything to I'm going to blast everybody who comes over here. Nobody is as good as me, right? I'm number one. Is James or is yeah LeBron James? Is he proud of himself or is he arrogant? Um, Ooh, I have a great example of this, if if I may. I want yes. all the examples. Okay, there's a gentleman by the name of Conor McGregor. He is a oh. MMA fighter, mm-hmm. and he early on got a persona of being that level of arrogant, right? That that 
you know, because he would just talk trash and like that was his. And then he, and then he would, and then he would back it up that right. And then ultimately, uh, he lost a few times. Uh, he was very polite and and cordial uh, and complimentary of his opponents at that time. Uh, no longer a heel, and now he's gone back to being a heel. Well, I watched a documentary about him because I, I am a fan, uh-huh. and. Um, because what you see on the screen is this very arrogant, like the, exactly what we're talking about, but mm-hmm. it's a documentary following him around. Right. And when I saw him interact with his son for the first time, it's this really neat scene and his father's face so is pretty cool. And he's just hanging out at his house, film crews, just randomly following him around. And he's got his son like doing these like little mini pull-ups and he Aww. is so excited. And he's like, did you see that? And he's just like, the way that he is with his family mm-hmm. and his children made me look at it and go, you know, this is a character. Mm-hmm. This is a character. And ultimately, when he was polite and cordial to his opponents. Like good sportsmanship. Uh, yeah, he, he didn't do well. And so for him, it seems that he has to turn himself into this villain, this 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 arrogant, prideful person to give him the edge that he needs and when he does that he's kind of unstoppable but he has to become this thing but it's not really who he is and so it's it's but that's what all we see on the surface right Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so to me it, it you know some people have to tell themselves that they are the best um to give themselves that drive, I think where where that is a graceful tactic is where they do it in here and in he, in their heart rather than being boisterous about it, right? Right. So, right. and that is a extremely difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. So, especially a, for oh, sports, I I, I feel mm-hmm. like everyone in sports has to do has to be that way in the moment. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you're going out on the fields, like I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm perform like everyone is around me. I don't care. I'm gonna perform. I'm gonna do the best there is, and then um, and then to your point about uh Conor McGregor, his persona or his character, or his and or his brand that he's he's you know showing, all of his deal, all of his like um. Uh, his brand deals or partnerships or whatever are all based on that character. So he probably is that way when he's getting ready to fight. I imagine fighting is probably the worst where you need to like really hype yourself up. Big Turn time. it on. And then um, what's great to hear though, that I didn't know is, is like he does have good sportsmanship. And he's, you know, he's great with his kids and, and things and like he that. And sh- it seems that he shuts that off with his family, family. And you would think like, oh, yeah, he's doing that for the camera. But I think if you're astute, that you can really see that, no, this is who he is. Like he's getting, at one point, he's getting ready to go to a fight. Like he's preparing. He's ready to go. And the film crew's ready. Everybody's ready. And his son, in his cute little Buzz Lightyear uh, pajamas, you know, wanted his daddy to stay. And he stopped everything. And, and everybody had to, you know, wait, no, to, to go show love and affection to his son, to let him, I'll be right back, you know, and daddy will be that's here to awesome. do this. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's, very that's a, that's a character. But mm-hmm. if I were going to be getting into the octagon, I can't go into that passively. <laughs> yeah. 
Like yeah. you have to flip that switch on. Yeah. And then ultimately he's married to that switch because, you know, that's what you got to give the people what they want. Yeah. Right. But you give your family who you really are and, and what they need. So, uh, yeah, you're right. I think it's probably the same for all athletes. Like they, they can't go in and go, oh, you know, second place is cool. Yeah. Like, that's just that's very hard. Yeah. Right. No, so I did my best. Yeah. So but do the, you yeah. think because they are public figures that that sense of pride where it leads to that overblown arrogance and um, extreme pride and that sort of thing, is it justified because they're a public figure? Because it's a role that they have to play as opposed to let's take somebody like... Um, um oh gosh manning the manning brothers good example they're all they're both very humble right in in how they play and they hold on yeah hold on and like you had brought up jp you were saying it's in their head they're telling themselves for their own motivation and to play well I'm the best. I'm the best in my head. I like, I like this. I like it because of your, your, because what you brought up about the Mannings and they're very humble, right? They're humble people. Um, I've watched a lot of football. I've watched behind the scenes football. And I think what, what the Mannings do really well is when they are not on the field, they are those people. But if you have ever watched film or heard them mic up on the field, they're not like that. Mm-hmm. They're they're coming on uh, Peyton Manning coming off off the sidelines, screaming at his own line like, "What the effort you're doing?" Where uh, they're up by forty points, and a backup quarterback wants to come into the game, and Manning's just putting on his helmet and pointing that guy back to the field. Mm-hmm. So, do I think that it is, is? I think it's acceptable for anybody, any person, to to do that. If you need to turn on a switch to be the best you, do that. Yeah. But remember, when you turn that switch off, that if um cuz with like greed trampling over someone to get what you want, as long as you're not doing that, remember that when you step out of that to turn that back off and yeah. and and create a line of separation. But I think it's acceptable for anyone like for me in my pro- professional career, it's a uh, you know when I'm going into a meeting or I'm I'm going to go into a negotiating uh, a negotiation that 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 I have to tell myself that I'm the better negotiator, mm-hmm. um, while in the back of my mind keeping hey I still have something that I can learn mm-hmm. right so it is a fine fine line but I think it's acceptable for anybody to turn that on and off if they need to yeah I agree I think I I think you won't be anybody won't be um at their best unless when approached or when when uh when a a situation arises where it's kind of unknown or it's kind of scary or it's kind of like I don't want to do it but you I have to do it that's when I'm like all right I can do this I'm smart I can do Mm -hmm. this I know I can let's you know let's go um and then usually afterwards it's like oh, thank God that went good. And then it's back to like, um, learning mode. But, uh, but yeah, I agree. Just, it's gotta be everybody, especially sports people. Um, and then you can Mm -hmm. tell the difference. So like the, the Manning brothers, and then, uh, I think, you know, Tom Brady's probably in there 
and then the, the players that get in trouble that are newer have a problem with that line. Like when, you know, whenever there's domestic assaults or mm-hmm. just getting out of control, I think they're so new that they don't know how to determine them. And then that's why the man Zach Wilson. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. No, 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 you I'm going to call this guy out. Where... Zach Wilson, the quarterback for the Jets, is sitting in a post post in a press conference to score like uh they ask him hey so your defense did an incredible job you know holding them to three holding the team to three points and you know you guys were only able to put up three points is there anything that you feel that you could have done differently to help your defense out and his response was no you Mm. arrogant (laughs) sob and then he rode pine for a while uh i i think that stuff like that is is absolutely hilarious um (laughs) Yeah, that's rude too. And that's why uh, Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback now. Uh, they're in New 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 York, not uh, Zach Wilson. I need to catch up on all the players. The last time I knew all the players was when I played fantasy football, probably ten years ago. When uh, wow, uh, you knew all the players? Man, I've never not even all done the that players, thing. but I knew like who I wanted to draft. I'm giving you a hard time. No, I know. <laughs> There's no way I'll ever be more knowledgeable about football than than you. There's too much catching up I would have to do. I have to go through the history and who was on Maybe. each team and blah blah blah. But um, from an outsider who's like a probably less than average fan, um, casual, casual fan? fan. Like I know what the teams are, where their their mascot is, or whatever. But I think. Um, I think that's where the leadership qualities and the captain, like the the Manning brothers or Tom Brady have that figured out and have like have all the pieces of leadership and being able to turn it on and off like down. Mm -hmm. So the other thing is they're Mm -hmm. more um, they're more of a veteran. So they're almost expected to have more pride because as a captain, they got to have the pride to um, to motivate the others to have some level close to pride, kind of like, you know, just getting hyped up. So I think. Yeah. I mean, are you going to follow somebody yeah. that you don't believe in? Right. Like, are you going to follow a leader that you think does not have, that shouldn't be a leader? Yeah. Like the guy who mm-hmm. says, Probably there's nothing not. I could do for the defense. It's like, yeah, there is. I'm not playing for that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, when it comes down to it, one of the main keys of leadership is to lead by example, right? And if you are showing uh, pride in your abilities and um, you know that your team are, are capable of doing those things, then of course you know, your team is going to fall in line and they're going to rally behind you and they're going to trust you. Right. Uh, But it it does, I think like what JP is saying, I think it comes to not only that, but how you treat people on the field. Right. Because that is a very different setting, very different um, uh, occasion of what you have going on versus how you're treating them off the field. Right. Is that arrogance that you have on the field to try and motivate them and bring everyone together in all of that. Do you leave that on the field and bring it into pride where you're like, yeah, man, we're fucking good. And we got this and stuff like that. But like JP said, still understanding you have something to learn. 
Yeah. I, I think that's where there's a big difference and a disconnect because I don't think yeah. that people know how no. to do that properly. It's all about balance. Mm-hmm. Everything well, in like, moderation. It, except, except yeah. Um, so I, I see it as like, you know, get drafted out of college. You got mm-hmm. a pretty big ego at that point. You're going to mm-hmm. go into the team as a freshman. You got something to prove. So you're going to have a lot of pride and probably, you know, putting the wrong emphasis on the, on how you present yourself. So somebody goes out there and they're a complete asshole, but it's a show because they want to show that they have pride. They don't know how to like almost harness that energy slash power. Um, So um, what was the other thing? Speak with your actions, not your words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of, okay. So that's what I was going to say. So, um, so Floyd Mayweather, and actually, let me do Marshawn Lynch. Remember how he, how he would be like, "I'm only here so I don't get fined. I'm only here so I don't get fined." Is that yes? Yes. Okay. I loved that, it. No, go on, please. I'm listening. No, I loved it too, and it it seemed like he's for him specifically. He's the same. I, my perspective, he's very close to being the same person on and, and off the field. And I think for him, for some reason, that's worked in a positive uh, for him and his, you know, brand deals and, and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know mm-hmm. if that's like the exception or um, one because of my, personality one of my... is layered in, then it makes, you know, there's a, a variable that could be considered. Yes. Yeah. One of my favorite aspects about that is him being there and not get fined. And finally, he had lost the patience with people harassing him because that's what they were doing um, about these. And what he what he uh, muttered back to somebody, and I am paraphrasing, but basically he said, hey, if you want an interview with me, I, then come to Oakland and where I am helping all these kids in these inner cities and I and I do a fair Come interview me there, and I will give you an interview. Mm-hmm. Until then, I'm sure so I don't get fine. And I wow, love it. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So he he is just he, he's loud. I think he might yeah. be prideful, and but he's and it comes across as arrogance, but it's just his personality, and he's loud because he wants them to go interview him off scene in a good environment, not in front of people just trying to get shit out of them and to to have a quote but when he's on the football field and he scores a touchdown he might turn around midair reach around and grab his crotch when he lands in the end zone (laughs) well and i think that's funny i think celebration is is where is the gray area where it's okay to it's like a pass you Mm -hmm. have like 10 seconds to really like that's it yeah right (laughs) and then then act like you've been there before yes do your thing Yes, celebrate yourself, but uh, as my mom calls it, don't hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, explain that. Well, I'm excited. My aunt ringing in my head. Oh, I my. must know. I must know. <laughs> don't hot dog it. Don't don't be a hot dog. Don't be a hot dog. Hot dog. Or I love it when she calls people turkeys. She's like, oh, <laughs> he's such a turkey. <laughs> When they're just too arrogant. Cootie oh, Queen, lit liquor. Oh yeah, that <laughs> that, yeah. that was Ooh, a good a team, man. That Ooh, was a good yeah. commercial. Yeah. So, okay, so what is what is hot dog? Don't be a hot. Dog. Hot dog is like um, showboat. 
Yeah, don't oh, be okay. a showboat. Don't, yeah, like, speak <laughs> arrogance. Be humble. Speak arrogance. Yes, be humble. be humble. Got it. So, okay. I want to bring this over and talk about pride as a positive thing. Okay. That's so, not in a positive connotation. So, we're going to start with saying. <laughs> you really think something of yourself, don't you? Lots of things. All that, all that pride. I'm saying all, all that, that pride, pride, and you think you got as you're a good person, JP. You are. So philosophers and um, it's true. Social psychologists they note that pride is actually a complex secondary emotion. That's what they identify it as. as. And what's it, the primary? Second primary is whatever you're feeling at that moment. Secondary. Oh. Secondary is something that's like more beneath the surface and can motivate and uh, spur that. So the primary would be like happiness or something. Okay. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. So um, it requires, it's an emotion that requires uh, the development of the sense of self, right? Of knowing and understanding who you are, because how can you be proud of yourself if you don't know? truly which or who you are right um so aristotle and um george bernard shaw they saw it as um like i said a virtue and um it is let's see our positive connotations could be a sense of attachment towards your choices and your actions right and understanding those um it could be toward a whole group of people taking for example our lgbt plus q or lg lgbtq plus thank you community and um the pride in themselves or even having like a pride in your ethnicity in your background in your culture where you come from right as a group of people um it can also pride could also be a product of praise that you've received, um, independent self-reflection. Um, it can even give you a fulfilled sense of belonging. Yeah, I can see that. So, yeah, yeah. So there, that's why I think, especially in this day and age, again, it's so it's so different from one to the other how it can be viewed. Yeah. Um, especially sort of, we're talking about like religion and then bringing up psychology, which is, you know, a medical science. And again, that separation there between the two, and we'll get more into like the negative connotation of it, but I really wanted to focus on the, on the positive first. Um, that's so very interesting. So, yeah. So I want to know if, there is any kind of positive experiences that you have had with pride, whether it's something that somebody else has shown or something that you have done that you felt proud of yourself that was positive for you, for other people involved, anything like that. Hmm. I think I take a lot of pride in, in helping people in a way that I can utilize the skills that I have that not a lot of people have. So like helping musicians and helping um, 
whatever, anything design related, I feel pride in that because I feel like I'm doing a service to a certain group of people that otherwise wouldn't have the knowledge or, or whatever the, um, they wouldn't know where to start. So it gives me, I'm, I'm proud that I can share that and like share information and it's free because it helps them. And then, Mm -hmm. um, hopefully it turns around and gives them a sense of pride of, okay, I'm learning this. I'm in a good spot. I'm on the right track. I'm proud of myself for that. So that's kind of, that's my Mm -hmm. example. I love it when people tell me I can't do something and then they can sit there and watch me. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Same. Mm -hmm. I think this is the difference between having humility and pride as a virtue versus having arrogance, right? And pride as um, a, a vice is whether or not you in your head versus vocally are like, I told you so. <laughs> yeah. Right. I told I you I could to do say it. I told you so. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You and that, and that it. is why you have humility and that's why you're not arrogant. Uh, you know, uh, that, that certainly came with age as most wisdom does. Right. Because certainly in my younger years, it was thought you said I couldn't (laughs) do that. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, so, so now, um, it's like, Oh, I I didn't think you could do that. Oh, one of my favorite things is, uh, one of my favorite things in my twenties, which I'll tell you, my buddy Joe helped me a lot with this, um, with the humility aspect of it, but we played softball together for over a decade, slow pitch men's softball. And Joe would notice that when I would come up to bat because I'm compact in size, that the outfielders would just move in. And, um, I had the ability to crack the ball over their head. And he talked to me and he's like, look, I need you to be a little bit more humble. I need you to you know, put the ball in different places and wait till, wait till like the, you know, seventh inning. And he's like, then crack it over their head. And so, uh, you know, people perceiving me to be unable to hit the ball far, basically, Mm -hmm. uh, was used to my advantage. So I, I love stuff. like. It's like when, is it like when Tom Brady hits them like Hail Mary's in the last 10, 10 minutes of the fourth quarter? Where he could have been doing that the whole time. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, he could have been, could have been. Well, the other thing though is if you, I don't think that you can. And see, that's something that I noticed, and that's where humility came into play. If I go up and try and hit a home run every single uh-huh. time, then, then it's not going to happen because they're either going to figure it out or you're going to make your own mistakes. Um, so, um, it's one of those things that there is a time and a place for it, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, did, would Tom Brady had had to have that Hail Mary if he would have made little smaller plays, you know, well for Tom Brady, that's exactly what he did. But for me, do I, do I, you know, if you plan it out, then you save it. It's like having it in your back pocket. And so, Mm -hmm. um, but uh, but trust me, there have been times where I've been completely arrogant. Like, I'm hitting it down third baseline. Your third baseline <laughs> shifted over too far to the right. I'm going to put it right past him. And then you do it. And then you just stare the pitcher down as you run down the baseline. Like, there have been those times. But with age comes wisdom. And yeah. Of course. Yeah. So 
pride in the negative sense a foolishly and irrationally foolishly and irrationally corrupt sense of one's personal value status or accomplishments of of self so essentially an overinflated sense of self Mm yeah yeah Yeah. you know having your opinion but thinking your opinion is the only one that matters Absolutely. You're, you're having your values and thinking that your values are the only ones that matter. Let's talk about objects of pride as one's ethnicity, ethnicity or sexual identity. Because on both sides of the coin, you have people using that pride as a sense of self and a good thing versus people using that pride as a reason to hate on them and um, a reason to be divisive. So it's like the same concepts are used, are being used from these completely different groups, but with the same foundation. Yeah, I see. Does that make sense? Yes. So would it be like LGBTQ parade versus... Mm -hmm. I hate to make this um, comparison. Okay, I have another one. And uh, uh, a MAGA rally. Separately, mm-hmm. they're both kind of there for the same reasons. We're like, we're celebrating mm-hmm. who we are. We're proud of who we are. Um, you know, nothing's going to change us. I'm hanging out with people who are also proud of ourselves. Right, right. Well, ooh, another good example to use if we're if we're going depending on how you look at it but i think we're all in agreement here positive versus negative like you said positive let's go with lgbtq plus community positive um let's have like asian american pride let's have black lives matter let's do that sort of thing versus the proud boys a group who are now known as a a um a domestic, domestic terrorist group terror. we have blue lives matter which i'm not saying they're a terroristic group i'm just including them on that right because depending on where you stand and your pride in that group it either makes you an ally or an enemy depending on who's looking at it that one is a that one's an outlier. I like that. I, that's a very interesting one because I know, you know, Blue Lives Matter on the on the outside is I think instantly negative, mm-hmm. but and instantly negative and kind of alludes to more of the um, white guys, white mm-hmm. uh, members of the police force who are more of the um, aggressors, but at the same time. Um, there are all ethnicities on Blue Lives Matter. So it's almost like the people who are Asian American and a cop, um, black and a cop, like they have, it, it's a confusing thing because mm-hmm. Blue Lives Matter is their thing. Like it, it should be and rightfully so, but they're not understood by their own groups almost. Right. right. Like they're separate groups. Right. So that one's interesting. Mm-hmm. JP. Oh, my wheels are turning. I'm a, I can I'm, tell. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I'm trying to find a way to 
verbally articulate where that I I think it's okay I think it's okay to be prideful about any organization so long as said entity does not derive from hate of others or to put others down to build themselves up. Mm. So, so like bully being a, a bully just to be a bully or like doing adult? tactics and that sort oh, of like thing. these death threats of yeah, the Nazis. Nazis right. were prideful or- about their organization, but it was at the, it was to extinguish an entire group of people in the world. Like that kind of pride is terrible. KKK, um, right? But to them, sure. But to them, like that, they, yeah, yeah, right. Like um, to so, them, their pride is justified and rational. And again, right. it, it, to to have an opinion is one thing. To think your opinion is the only one that matters, yes, is 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 not the way it should be. So, um, uh, be it uh, LGBTQ plus. Or, um, you know, um, any other of the ones we've, we've discussed, um, um, uh, be it Judaism, Buddhism, you know, frankly, as long as it's an entity that, that doesn't have malice toward other people or, or things, then I think it's acceptable to, to, Mm -hmm. to be prideful. Um, just, but you're only, it's like, it's like in sales. Um, you know, the best, I think the best salespeople are the salespeople that promote themselves. And then there are other types of salespeople that the way that they get business is by putting down their competition. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, that, that to me, I, I, I think it's acceptable mm-hmm. to be prideful so long as you're only speaking about yourself. Mm-hmm. your organization yeah what you stand for not what everybody else is doing wrong or why they're wrong right so right. all fucking politicians are the worst that's basically. an absolute come on <laughs> or they sure. don't they don't all start out that way no, no that's what that's they just what's keep giving so away little pieces of their soul so there's nothing left can i can i leave you guys just just with a quote because it's from my favorite book yeah okay and so y'all are the quote families. I, I just I love quotes. Both of y'all. I know. Yeah. And so it's from <laughs> Jane Eyre, written by uh, Charlotte Bronte, and uh, it's, it has to do with pride, right? And she says, "I would rather be happy than dignified." Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I like it. Thanks for a Sunday, wonderful Sunday, and then we can figure out when we can do the next one. Absolutely. Everything in moderation, except heroin. Peace. Peace. Still no sign out line. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, check out CrossTheStreamsMedia.com to hear more episodes of this podcast and the other shows on the Cross the Streams Network. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your favorite shows. Visit CrossTheStreamsMedia.com for more information. See you next time.